up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. You can listen to us talk about the video games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time when new episodes are released on podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as on our YouTube channel where you can watch each and every episode in video format. Isn't that really cool? Isn't that cool in the year of our Lord 2021 that you can do that? But... I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across this table, no longer the power of the internet, but to my right, once again, more straight across, I More guess. straight, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, bonjourno. Rachel Mogan, how's it going? Thank you. I'm just going all right. Just having a nice, sleepy Sunday morning. I've got my non-caffeinated La Croix. I know, you didn't bring coffee this yeah, morning. Yeah, well, I normally I do, but I already had one. Ah, so I'm, I've been having try- a little break. I've been trying to cut back, yep. air quotes, yep. which yep. everyone always says they're going to cut back on coffee, and then three months later, they're higher than they ever were before in terms of <laughs> cup count. But since I already had one earlier, if I have one here on the show, then I can't have one when I go home to play more Monster Hunter. Got it. So I gotta got to space priorities. them out. I understand. Yeah. Sure. So I will have that. And it's good to stay hydrated with and that's what this yeah, sweet, yeah, exactly. bubbly, delicious LaCroix exactly. does for us each and every episode. It sure does. Cool, crisp, delicious. What if they? What if LaCroix came out with a statement and they were like, actually, it doesn't hydrate you. The bubbles negate all the hydration, so it's kind of like coffee and <laughs> that it's actually dehydrating you. See, I was drinking this stuff for, you know, and have been drinking it for a while. And I always would say, you know, like Sam, Sam would tell me, you know, especially during these hotter months, she'd be like, hey, you know, we got to be drinking water. We got to be drinking more water, which we need to be drinking more water in general. And I'm like, I am. I'm drinking LaCroix. And she's like, those don't count. I'm like, why do they not count? She's like, they're high, they're, they're, you know, they're carbonated. They don't do the same for you. And yeah. I was like, no, they absolutely <laughs> they, do the same. No, she's right. No, <laughs> they, they, they don't. She's wrong. <laughs> the, the bubbles negate all the hydration. <laughs> we finally had to turn to research. <laughs> AKA Google.com to find that yes, in fact, it still counts. No, lies doesn't count. <laughs> it's not the same. You might as well be drinking Surge. Oh, man. I All would right, love to get dude. some Surge. How do we get body. our hands on some Surge? We'll love that. There's got to be someone on eBay that has like an unopened six pack. Well, they they re released it not too long ago. There's no way it's the original though. They probably had. Yeah, they changed it. I'm sure for today's weak sauce youth that can't handle can't handle that caffeine surge. I remember just like going to friends' birthday parties as a kid, and if they had surge, I was like, oh, this party's popping off. Party and like they'd have the bouncy house in the backyard, and I'd just be chugging surges, jumping all day. I really do think that Surge Surge ran so that Red Bull could fly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree Surge with that. came first. All right. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Surge or well, Laquan. But one more topic on the drinks before we we move off of this. Uh, did you see that Mountain Dew is coming out with a flaming hot flavor? Is it just going to be extra cinnamon? What's going to be flaming I don't hot know. about it? I don't know. I'm assuming, yeah, it's like a cinnamon Mountain Dew. That's like I kind of thought. Is that not what Code Red tastes like? No, Code Red's just like red. Oh, this is like what flavor is red? I don't know, cherry. (laughs) Oh God, kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, It's it's kind of like the knockoff Big Red kind of. Okay, gotcha. But this is like specifically, you can only like buy it from the Mountain Dew website. But it's just Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. I would I would actually love to try that. I want to get it just to see what it tastes like. All right, maybe that, I order that us sounds some. fascinating. Maybe I order us. Yeah, some yeah, and, do a and then we'll test. do a little te- little taste test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm I'm too I'm too curious, and I just want to yeah. like be sipping on that while I'm enjoying a nice crisp bag of flaming hot Cheetos so with some hot tamales. My theory is that it would be spiced with either cinnamon, ginger, because ginger in drinks can actually make them taste very spicy, or maybe it's actually got like you know um. 
like spicy margs where actually yes. part of it is like jalapeno juice yep. or whatever. Yep. Maybe that's what it is. Ooh. Jalapenos. Yeah, just a little, little, or, or maybe a little drops. Ha- habaneros. That's <laughs> Spanish for habaneros. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Or just some straight up California, <laughs> yes, Cal- Carolina Reapers. <laughs> oh God. It probably is. It's probably a just dusting, melts, just melts your intestines as it goes you, through. You try to unpackage it and then the plastic itself is already being eaten through yeah, by the spice. Like, this like, oh, is no, not This can't be good. good. <laughs> well, anyways, I do want to try that, and I don't even like Mountain Dew. I just want the experience. Yeah, let's do yeah. it sometime All then. Right. But uh, yeah, that's enough of our favorite drinks. Even though, you know, what are your favorite drinks? Do you like Mountain Dew? <laughs> you like Surge? What's your, yeah, what's your favorite <laughs> Surge? I don't. Did, Surge didn't even have flavors. No, it was there just, was like, just it was like, Surge. It was yeah, just lemon but it was lime. like the lemon lime, yeah. typical str- like Sprite Mountain Dew esque flavor. Like it's basically all. They're all in the same family. You know what I'm saying? But. If you would like to be all in the same family of Team Chat Podcast, well, you can do that by going over to our social medias and give us a follow on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can join our Discord server where we have a lot of fun conversations like this one we just had when we're not out here on the show talking about games. And uh, you can also, though, head over if you want to help make the show bigger and better. You can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast. Just like our other patrons, Elise M., Zach S., Mariah S., Susan M., James K., Ben W., Michael B., Fuchsia Rascal, M.W., Andrew M., sorry, Michael S., and Brandon W. have done. We have a lot of... M's and W's. We on this do. List. I've, I've I mean, noticed that, that. That was like the first time that's like seriously tripped me up. We but, need to diversify. <laughs> <laughs> but they have gone over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show just like they are. And in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Tuesday release. Access to, uh, for our $5 tier, you get two weeks early access to our uh, subsidiary show, Team Chit Chat, where Mogan and I talk about things that are not related to video games at all. And, you know, a lot of other extra bits and goodies along the way. How does your patron money help us make the show bigger and better? Well, it allows us to do cool things like getting a customized emote pack for our Discord and Twitch servers, uh, you know, doing things like Team Chit Chat and allowing us to branch off to do game reviews like our upcoming reviews of the Mass Effect Legendary yeah. Edition series, which, and things like that. And a also allows us to branch off and try other things like our upcoming show that we're going to be doing oh, on yeah. uh, the, where... It's not video game related at all, and it's not Team Chit Chat. But what it is, though, is uh, we are both, for various sides of the table of fandom, excited for the upcoming Disney Plus show, Star Wars Visions. I am a fan of it, going to be a fan of it because it's Star Wars. Mogan's going to be a fan of it because it's all done in uh, their anime. They're, They're anime all episodes. Anime. All anime. They're cool, sweet anime done by different studios. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting to see like the visual translation yes. of anime into Star Wars. Honestly, why haven't they done and this? It's a, and it's a brand new step yeah. in the direction in the <laughs> Star Wars franchise. I'm super excited about it for that reason. So we're going to be doing like an episode per episode breakdown of the Star Wars episode, but then also comparing it to one of that other studio's uh, popular anime. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're excited yeah. about it. Uh, Star Wars Visions kicks off September 22nd. So uh, the show, which I believe is a Wednesday, because I think Disney Plus is doing all their shows on it's Wednesdays Wednesday, now. Wednesday, my dudes. It is Wednesday, <laughs> my dudes. So, you know, very shortly thereafter, we'll have the video up with our full like reactions and all that stuff to it and the compare contrast and all that fun jazz. So uh, that will be fun and coming up. And that's all the cool things that the patron money helps us do. But if you can't support us on Patreon, that's no big deal at all. That's We totally understand. And you can there are tons of other ways that you can help support the show, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews, subscribing wherever you listen to or watch the show, and liking us, following us on social media. So all that stuff helps get the big, great, word of team chat podcast out to the masses and for that we are totally grateful and love each and every one of our patrons listeners and viewers alike heart emoji heart emoji look at it 
Yep. Look at those there heart emojis. For a second, Woo! I couldn't quite get my arm Woo! up there, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the main topic of the day, let's get a little bit of news and what's coming out soon. With Lots of stuff is coming out. Uh, September is stacked. September really is stacked. Uh, we missed a couple of things from very... Oh. Oh. We missed a couple of things from early September, so okay. just I'm going to go through what I think are the highlights. Lake. This one I'm actually pretty excited about. Lake is that game where it's like a Lifetime movie almost, or like from t the TLC network. You play as a woman who has basically left her corporate life to go be a mail carrier in a very small town that's like by a lake. It looks awesome. <laughs> it looks like the kind of content I would personally enjoy. Uh, that's out for Xbox Series X and X. X and S, Xbox One and PC. Bravely Default 2, this is the one that confused me. Bravely Default 2 is getting its PC port. So that has happened on September 2nd as well, so you should be able to pick that up now. Bravely Default 2 is a very good game. You should get it. Uh, and then a couple of other things came out that I don't really care about except for Golf Club Wasteland. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking forward to that <laughs> one for some all year. There's stuff coming out. Anyways. So, as of this episode's air date on September 7th, all of the following are out. Chernobylite uh, for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Encased for PC. F-I-S-T, Forged in Shadow Torch. Mm. Oh, that's oh, oh, I remember that game. This sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one where you're the, uh, you're like woodland creatures. Aren't you like rabbits? And it's like a platformer, and you yeah. have like a big metal glove. And you're like, oh. I feel like we just saw gameplay for this not long ago maybe at a, uh, maybe a state of play or uh, huh. something. It wasn't during Gamescom. It must have been a state of play then. Yeah, it must have been a state of play. Anyway, yeah, so okay, Fist I know which one. Because I remember being like, talking about that one. I was like, oh, it's like if you took Biomutant and some other Yeah. And now I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> well, whatever. That's out now for <laughs> yeah, PlayStation. It's there, play it. <laughs> yeah, it's out for PS5 and 4. Sonic Colors Ultimate, which I'm a little shocked is already out. I, I feel like they announced it so shortly before its release. Anyway, Sonic Colors Ultimate is out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Blood Rain Betrayal Ooh. Fresh Bites is out on September 9th for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. The Artful Escape. Oh, this one I'm actually a little bit psyched about. So The Artful Escape is a new uh, indie game being published by Annapurna Interactive. Mm -hmm. All of their games are usually really cool. Yep. And this one looks like a wild, it's very much based in like art and imagination and music. You, you're like this guy slash young man uh, who loves guitar, I guess, and okay. he's trying, whatever. It looked very cool when I saw the, the trailers for it. Inked, A Tale of Love is also coming out on September 10th for PS4, Xbox One, and that's it. Uh, and then <laughs> usually the list is longer than that. Kraken Academy comes out for PC on the 10th as well. Life is Strange, True Colors. This one blew my mind. We were talking about this the yeah. other day. I, I thought this game was coming out in November. I, I thought I it was September, like why. late September. I thought for some reason, I had in my head like the 27th. Yeah, I, w I couldn't have been more I don't wrong. Know why. I legit thought it was like November 10th or something like yeah. that. Nope, it's September 10th. So that is out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. They're doing the cool the cool guy thing and just putting it out on every platform right away. How cool of them. Yeah, how cool of them. Uh, Lost in Random is out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 10th. So is 
NBA 2K22. Don't get it, everybody. Sports games are a scam. <laughs> Port, Port Royale 4 is coming out for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. Tales of Arise is coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. WarioWare, get it together, is out for the Switch on the 10th as well. And then that gets us into next week. Too much is coming. A lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, stuff of stuff is coming out. That's a stacked list. Which we do want to go ahead and say on one of those things, provide an update on uh, Life is Strange 2 Colors. Obviously, as you all know, we can't wait to play show, it. Oh, we're yeah. super excited. We're about definitely it. We, we definitely are going to be playing it and listen to it on the show uh, and be giving our reviews and all that stuff. Uh, but we have some travel coming up soon, so we're not going to be able to get like be able to jump into it right at release. So uh, if you're like a couple weeks out from that and you're still like, why are we not seeing any Life is Strange True Colors stuff? It's coming. It's coming. Oh, it's we're going to do it. We, we love yeah. Life is Strange. So, Every Life is Strange. Even well, if they technically aren't called Life is Strange, but they're still Life is you Strange. Tell me why. We're looking at you, tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, just hold on to your butts. It'll be coming soon. So. Right on. Anyway. Okay. But now, to move into the main topic of the day. Oh, wait, we didn't do it some of the other news that we had coming There's up. There's one little there news story that we just wanted to talk about. Because it's, it's both annoying and then funny. Yeah. So first, the annoying part. So there was this big brouhaha because who publishes Horizon? It's Sony. It's a Sony, Sony first, party, okay. first well, party. Well, Guerrilla Games and yeah. then published by Sony. But well, the, the exciting precursor to that is that we finally got the official release date now. Yes. Of February 18th, 2022. Very, very cool. You can go pre-lo- uh, pre-order the game right now. You can get the collector's edition, the Regala Divi- edition, which I never heard of that uses a special Neither. fun name for a collector's What's edition. What's next? But, the Regatta uh, edition? <laughs> the Regatta edition? It's just cheese! <laughs> that would but, be really funny. So, <laughs> they should have done that for Overcooked. <laughs> Why is uh, everything in this just cheese? That would have been such a great idea. You, you open up the game case box, it's just cheese. It's just a slice of provolone <laughs> stuck on. <laughs> that they would just put one hole in. That would be so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But anyway, so um, that came out. You can pre-order all that fun stuff. But that's where it then got annoying. They and got like, into some trouble for like, good like, reason. What are you doing to yourself? Yeah, what here? are you doing, Sony? In that uh, they you know, had originally said when the PS5, PS4, and all that stuff were coming out and there was going to be these dual consoles out in the wild, they were like, cool, well, you know, games that come out from Sony first-party publishing and stuff, that'll, those will be... You know, you can upgrade for free. Play PS4 to PS5 version if you have to. If you don't have the PS5 yet, you can get the one. You can upgrade to the other for free. But then P- uh, Horizon Forbidden West pre-orders launch, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not going to be the case. You're not going to get dual entitlement if you buy P- the PS4 version. You're going to have to buy the PS5 one Which, again later." Someone made this comment on Twitter. Cannot remember who. My bad. That dual entitlement doesn't have quite the same ring to it as smart delivery. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because it really like smart delivery is what everybody was doing and then the second they don't want to do that anymore they're calling it dual entitlement well i also think maybe i think xbox maybe like trademarked oh the did smart they delivery smart i think delivery? smart delivery is what they call it now for it, gotcha. for games in their ecosystem well i still agree that dual entitlement has a certain connotation of yeah. like putting the onus on like oh you think you're so entitled it does it's like, it has a weird what? name it's yeah you don't yeah, like it from a like pr it. perspective they should have thought that one through a little bit more but anyways go on but yeah so so then obviously everybody's like but wait you said before that this would be free and everybody, rightfully so, got in a hubbub about it. And to, to the extent now that as of yesterday, so Saturday the 3rd, yes, because today's the 4th, or is today the 3rd? Today's the 5th. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> what is time? Anyway, so yesterday, September 4th, 
PlayStation walked that back and said that you will be able to upgrade for free from the PS4 version to the PS5 what version. They Which were, like, yeah, what why? were they expecting? What were they yeah. expecting to happen? That everyone would just be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, since PlayStation 5s are so easy to find and buy right now for right. reasonable prices, no one's going to care about that, except they're not. They're still extremely scarce. So well, most people that are going to get Horizon Forbidden West at launch kind of need it for the PS4. Right. And then what happens when PS5s become available? They have to buy the game all over again? No. To get the upgrades and all. Yeah, yeah. it's dumb. That's and like dumb. at least if you're going to charge people for it, which I'm saying don't because <laughs> but like if you're going to do it, like do like like I remember when Call of Duty Ghosts, uh it was PS3, it was like the last Call of Duty game that came out before the launch of the PS4. You could pay $10 to upgrade to get the upgrade for the for the PS4 version. Cool. I would do that. That seems if you're gonna include I've it into spent the ten dollars worse, because so. I understand that there's a process. It's not like you can just like flip a switch and be like, "Cool, it runs perfectly on, and has all the upgrades of the PS5." I understand there's work that needs to be done, but come on, I'm making us buy it again for the full full price. Which actually, if you're buying Horizon Forbidden West and you bought a PS4, you'd be buying it for you know sixty dollars, like you would be doing on the uh, for the PS4. Then turn around and having to buy it for seventy five. Yep, on the PS5. Yeah. So come on. Very Get uncool. over yourself, Sony. Very you uncool. So fortunately, they walked that decision back and made the statement that, yes, first-party games from now on, from Sony first-party development studios, will be able to upgrade for free. They had better, because they, they better. said it before. <laughs> exactly. Will you, will you hold to it this time? Yeah, it's weird that you're having to state it again, because you <laughs> yeah. walked back your own statement. Exactly. So, Anyways. Uh, good news, Horizon Forbidden West has a release date. You can pre-order it today. Bad news, they tried to fuck it up with controversy. Isn't Good news again, they walked it back. So it's a roller coaster of emotions in the last, a, a these last couple of days. A little bit of slight other bad news. Is it not correct that the super special regatta edition or whatever it's called <laughs> actually doesn't include the game? It doesn't include the game disc. It oh, has a downloadable version. it has a version. downloadable code. Yes. Okay. Which I still is like, don't love that. I don't either because yeah. it, at least it's not like... I know somebody brought it up. I think Just Mike Plays brought it up in our Discord that Red Dead Redemption 2 did this, and I want to say Battlefield 1 did it as well. That when they they are their big collector's editions, it literally was you bought the game and then you also bought the collector's edition. The collector's edition didn't come with the download. I, I know for a fact that was Battlefield 1 that did that. I don't remember the specifics of, Battle, of Red Dead 2. Maybe it also didn't come with the game disc. But yeah, that's what I saw somebody else point out. They're just like, what's the point of having these huge, big collector's editions when obviously the people who are buying those want physical media Yeah. and you don't give them the actual disc? And the thing is, you're already <laughs> producing a physical product. Yeah. Why? How? You're already literally, giving us a steel case. How? Yeah, you are, you're including the case. Yeah. How much extra could printing it on a disc possibly be right. it just seems like a what nickel and diming it yeah. seems like a real like cut and corners nickel and dime like God, which granted at least it's not like you're having to buy the game buy the game separately then buy the collection edition but like still. in those in those other examples but still yeah it's, it's just annoying because it, it feels yeah. like you're you're already making a huge box set yeah just slap the disc in there bro just put, just put it in there. It can't be that hard. Yeah, that's true. It can't be. Anyways, so, so fix, Horizon, fix yeah, Horizon, get it together. Get it together. <laughs> I'm still excited to play yeah. that, and I can't wait to see you in, on my screen. And oh. as Bro Mogan put in the Discord, oh, okay, so February 2022. So holiday 2022. Got yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. not the final. I know. I know. <laughs> you know, you never you know. know. They might not. They might actually be able to release it on the new schedule. That, and that'd be great. And we'll I'd see be super if that happy happens. For that. 
But now on to our main topic. Now of the on day, the actual which is main something topic. That, that oh my god, it's taken our lives so by storm. We were originally planning to do something else today, yeah. and then we both started playing this fancy new game called Spilt Gut. A.K. <laughs> also known as Splitgate. Oh man! Also known as Halo with portals. Yes. So it, it, the the actual name of the game is Splitgate. Yes. But in my head, I'm always like Spilt Gut. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like you're spilling guts. Yeah, you're spilling guts all over the place. But yes. So uh, Splitgate has taken over our lives, like it has many people. Uh, and so we wanted to, in th- this time, talk about our uh, experiences playing it, give a little review as it yeah, were. Yeah, basically I, do our first impressions. Yeah. Because it's. Awesome. <laughs> and I mean, we've pretty much, like, this is like you could call first impressions slash review because, like, we have, while we haven't, like, played ranked stuff, like, rate, or at least I haven't. I don't know if you have. No. Okay. I'm not good so, like, we're just, we're just playing, me? like, casual <laughs> stuff. We're playing with parties. We're playing, you know, we, we've gotten loot boxes we and all this stuff. So, it's like, we've got enough to know, like, what this game's about. But, yes, full disclosure, we haven't played, like, every mode in, like, ranked and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but you know but, what? It's you many, know what's up, and many people will play the game and never touch ranked. Yeah, yeah. There are plenty of people that only I play the casual mode. Touch ranked. I would uh, like obviously I did it for Overwatch, so I'm probably going to do it for Splitgate eventually. Yeah. But I do need more practice because this is one of the first games, not including Nancy Drew, <laughs> and tell me why <laughs> that I'm actively playing on my laptop instead yeah. of. So Splitgate, first of all, is available for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S, PlayStation Four, and PlayStation Five, Linux, Windows, and Steam. So it's available. for for most uh, most Stadia consoles. And Switch, and not Switch, Stadia and Switch, yeah. It's available for most consoles and or PCs, and it has cross-play. Yes. So, for example, Bro Mogan so plays nice. with us on his PS5, yeah. and we're both playing on PC, and we can still all be in the same party. So that's pretty awesome. Which I was legitimately surprised about, too, because I thought I'd only heard about it and seen people playing it on yeah. PC. So I was just like, oh, cool. I'll play it for this PC shooter, because I've been wanting to like dabble in PC shooters again for a while, because the... Last time I like predominantly played PC shooter was when I played uh, Call of Duty Four. On my last my one would have been Mac. Unreal Tournament Two. Oh wow! So yeah. even longer. Even longer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, so I've been kind of wanting to dabble in that a little bit more, and this game has been letting me do that. But uh, so a little bit of info on this one: it is both developed and published by Ten Forty Seven Games, and it was released originally on May twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. For only PC and Linux. Yes. And then it had its console release on and all other platforms that's available on now on July 25th, 2021, which is why it now has suddenly has this huge spike yeah. because now all the players across and everything can play it. It was in active beta for a very long time. So and a still lot of is that technically. time. Actually, I think it's not anymore. Oh, is it not? I think because they're, something they're saying technically that it's... in season zero now. So is that the beta or not? No, I still think it's still beta. Are you sure? I'm going to double check, but I'm pretty sure what I was reading, right. you know, do, doing this morning on it um, was, yeah, that it was it was uh, not quite out. But anyway, we'll keep talking. Or it was it's still in, like, early access, stuff like that. Gotcha. You know, Fortnite was in early access for, like, 10 years. Well, so. the point is that it has cross-play, <laughs> and it is also free to play. Oh, yeah. So much like the Fortnites and the Apexes of the world, it's free to play. There are in-game loot boxes for you to get basically new skins for your person, mm-hmm. your weapons, all that good stuff. There's also a battle pass, as with all these other games. There's both the free battle pass, which you only get a couple of things from, and then there's the paid battle pass, where obviously you get way more stuff for it. I have not paid a single cent for this game yet, but it's so good that it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I should probably buy the battle pass just to like 
show my support literally yeah. because it's a free game and I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. So at some point I might break down and actually start putting down some money on it. Which I I, I want I'm going to do the same thing too because the nice thing with these games especially that have battle passes is like if you play it enough you get you generate enough in-game currency to be yeah. able to just buy the next one. Exactly. So it's like it's once you start the snowball rolling you just kind of keep going. You can just keep going. Um, okay, so yes, yeah, so on its Wikipedia page it says on August 25th, 2021, the developers announced that the game would stay in beta indefinitely and oh. at the same time released Season Zero. Huh, okay, so, so it's both. So yeah, so they're just like, but that's what that's what Fortnite did. Indefinitely in beta. I mean, yeah, that's what Fortnite, Fortnite was in beta Fortnite was so, in seasons so with battle passes. People were spending gobs of money on it and it's still in like early access beta. So that's, that's not funny. like a huge thing. Uh, but it also says that the co-founders of 1047 Games in Prolo- Prolix? How would you say that last name? P-R-O-U-L-X. Prolix? I'd say pru. <laughs> I don't know. So Ian Pultz and Nicholas Bagamini. I should have tried these. I should have practiced this before. This is poor hosting well, right here. Well, in your defense, that Ian first Pultz one, I don't and Nicholas Bagamian okay. started working on the game as a school project while they were in Stanford. And oh they gosh. were inspired by Portal, Portal 2, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and but Halo. So, and Halo. They, so they, they very much took inspiration from Halo and Portal and Portal 2. So the we haven't really given the gist of the game yes. yet. So we were rolling yeah, into, yeah, building yeah. up to it. But it's a basically an arena shooter. All of your Unreal tournaments, all of you know, the Halo multiplayer, stuff like that, where you're just in these different maps, which very fun maps, by the way. Very we'll fun we'll maps. list off all of those in a little bit. But uh, you and it has a variety of team of game modes, be it your normal team death matches, Dominion. Uh, capture the flag style stuff, free for all. And then it also has some different ones that have some fun twists in there too. But the big thing about it and what differentiates this from other shooters and everything is that you do have the ability to place portals that allow you to travel from one location to the next. You literally have a portal gun. They, it's, they gave it's you like a little built portal into your gun. Arm. It's awesome. You just shoot them out there. Yeah. It's amazing. And it can go from like, it can go far. Like they it can go, go across really the map far. if you can get the right angle on the places. But what's interesting about it is there are these surfaces in the maps that allow you to place the portals. It's not like you can just put them on anything. Yeah. It has to be the specific like hexagonal blue wall, yeah. basically. And that's what you can use to put your portals. But what's even different from other things that have used portals, although I guess you could do this in portal in the portal games as well. Like if you could position turrets to like shoot through portals oh, and yeah, stuff, of right? Course, yeah. Yes. So in this game as well, you can also shoot through your portals, enemy portals, and you know, do all this craziness. You could throw grenades that close enemy portals. And you can other... close and o- close your own and open your own portals at will, so that way you can keep other people from jumping through them. And all this stuff. Yeah, because I was going to say, everyone can use your portals, your teammates and enemies. But the twist that I find really fun is that you can see through your own portals. You cannot see through your teammates or enemy portals. So if you're jumping into a teammate's portal or through an enemy's portal, you don't know what's on the other side, which makes things a little bit fun. Yeah. So sometimes you're just blindly shooting into a portal as you blaze your way in because you don't know what's on the other side, bro. Could be an enemy. Could be be an enemy. And if it is an enemy, they can see you coming, but you can't see them. Yeah. So it, it creates a lot of fun stuff. And plus, too, like you can do really interesting things. Like on if you get a sniper rifle, you could set a portal right in front of you and then place the other one way on the other side of the map and like be sniping people in yeah, the back from the far other side. It's it's very fun, all the different kind of combinations that this brings into play. But uh, yeah, we've been playing it for a while or for, you know, the last couple of days, like literally within the last week, we've been playing it a ton. A lot. And I think just, I've, I've already got at least 15 hours in. Oh, really? See, I was thinking I'm only like 10. 
I'm maybe, only maybe eight to I ten. Have a ten. I've been playing on and off <laughs> during, like at lunch because I'm like, oh, because the games are over so quickly. Yeah. Oh, they're it's super a quick. Really we fast paced game. Just like in the middle of the day, since we I know just, that you know we're both right now. We could just yeah, we could just be like texting each other like, hey, like, hey, hey, get on spilt good. Real quick, real quick for before you file this TPS report. That'd be great. That would, that'd be great if you could just but, hop on the split game. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, man, I want to play it all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a lot of fun getting to uh, try it out and play it all, uh, all the different things. But what would you say, Mogan, are, like, some of your favorite things about it? So, for starters, I do think that there's room for improvement oh, in for sure. terms of in terms of the weapons. Mm-hmm. Because I like yes. all of the weapons, but they're so standard. Most of the weapons are very what I would consider normal. Mm-hmm. It's things like a carbine, the sniper rifle, the shotgun, pistol, which yeah. is very rare. I very rarely get the pistol Wait, in any map. There's a pistol? There's a pistol. It's a small gun. It's oh. a little small pew pew boy. I have not used yeah, a pistol. It's I don't not think. common. Okay. <laughs> so there's a very small gun. There's like the submachine gun. Yeah. There's also things like the rocket launcher, which is a little bit more silly. There's one plasma rifle which doesn't work exactly the same as the ones from Unreal Tournament, which Mm -hmm. is a shame because I love the Unreal Tournament plasma rifle, but it is very cool. The problem is the weirder weapons don't show up enough in more maps. They're very localized to specific maps, which I think takes a little bit of the fun away from it. So that's one of my main areas for improvement is that I would like to see more crazy wacky weapons Mm -hmm. and I want them to be more evenly distributed across all types of maps and game types except for ones that are specialized like shoddy snipes where it's just shotguns and snipers yeah I agree with that too because like especially team that's why I like playing the team death matches even though all the other modes are yeah there's more stuff available for you even which I find surprising although I guess that's true in like uh oddball or um like the domination ones, there are also like additional weapons there, yeah. but you're right. Like specific maps will not have everything on them unless they're in really hidden places. We yeah. just haven't found them yet. Probably possibility, so. Possibly. <laughs> but still, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's one of the things that I agree with. And that's why I like playing just the normal team deathmatch a lot. Cause it does yeah. let you get that practice because yeah, other than that, you're always going to start with the carbine and the assault rifle. Yeah. But I actually went straight into my critique instead of what I was loving about the game, which was <laughs> a little bit You don't love backwards. anything. You just hate everything. I just, oh I, I, I don't even dislike it that much. There's just a lot of room for them to expand. Mm-hmm. I feel like, but where I was actually going with that was to talk about my favorite weapon, the bat. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of the weapons is just a <laughs> bat and it's really rare. Again, it's only on some of the maps and only in some of the game modes. But when you get the bat and you like go to click on it, because you still have to use it like a gun, you still right. have to click to aim. Uh, but when you do it, you like rush at the enemy and just wham! And it's, it's awesome. a one hit kill. It's the best. I absolutely love the bat and I would play it constantly if they would let me. Mm-hmm. So the bat's my favorite weapon, probably followed by actually the sniper rifle. Oh, really? Because I'm so non-confrontational that I actually, <laughs> I actually prefer to just kind of sit somewhere and try to click heads, which I'm getting better at because I'm on PC finally. Yeah. And it's actually a lot easier to aim. So that being said, I am, so I, I mentioned earlier, probably the last legit first person shooter I played on PC was actually Unreal Tournament 2. Yeah. Like back in 2004 or 2002, early 2000s. So I haven't played a real air quotes first person shooter other than Overwatch in all of that time. Yeah, I was honestly like when... Because I played it with your brother first. Yes. And we were talking about it and like, you know, as we were playing and enjoying it and all that stuff. And we were just saying, man, this game is good. This game is good. 
and we'll, and we were both like, we got to get more people playing it. And he said something about like having you play it. And I was like, will she want to? Because I because so, th- like I knew like you really only played Overwatch. Yeah. I didn't think you were super into so first person shooters. So I was to be, so excited when you were like I used to all be on board mega with this game. into Unreal Tournament. And the reason that none of the other games have really stuck, like Fortnite is third person, so that well actually. You can choose, can't you? In Fortnite? No, Fortnite's always third. Oh, what game am I thinking of? Anyways, the point is, Fortnite didn't stick. Apex didn't stick. I actually hated it. Even games like um, Titanfall, yeah. which I thought was really cool, but it didn't stick. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the difference is, but for some reason, Splitgate, even though its concept is actually a little bit convoluted, like the addition of portals, it's a little bit non-traditional. In spite of that, it is somehow very easy to pick up yeah like i picked it up really quickly after the tutorial in the first couple of matches where i was like i don't remember how to pick up weapons <laughs> <laughs> after after that and things started to really kind of click i was like wow this is a fun game yeah and i think a lot of it does have to do with how fast paced it feels mm-hmm. and the fact that just something about the control scheme feels very straightforward even though there's portals involved and it's just really easy to get the hang of quickly, yep. even if you're not necessarily good. Because mm-hmm. even when I have like the shot, the, not the shotgun, the sniper rifle, a lot of those are body shots and they're not even <laughs> in scope because I'm like, oh God, I forgot to switch my weapon. Yeah. Even though that's the case for me a lot of the time, I feel like I'm still able to occasionally get some kills and help out the team. I don't do well in free-for-all, which is just you versus everybody else and most kills wins. That's my weakest mode. (laughs) I am a team player. I need other people to take... I need support. I need support and I need backup because left to my own devices, I will not do well unless I have the bat, in which case I'm incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Be hitting home runs all day. hitting home runs all day every day. (laughs) I guess it's just that it has enough variety of modes and enough... I, I don't, I guess just silliness. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really fun, stupid shit that can happen with the portals. Mm-hmm. Bro Mogan's a great example of this. How many times have we seen him go flying across the map from a, from a portal? And then we all go, look, there he goes. Let's shoot at him. Yeah. And then he gets just shot like last the time we were playing. Because that's what's fun about the portals too, depending on where you position them to like, you know, you can, get you like can like use physics. Jumps. Yeah, yeah, you, you can use you physics know, to go flying science. across the map. And so he was messing around with this during this one like team deathmatch or free for all we were playing it so yeah we just uh, keep seeing him just <laughs> keep seeing his silhouette we're playing and he jumps out and he, he literally jumps out <laughs> through the portal and he's like in the air and he does that he goes wee just in time for somebody to turn around and to pop him out of the sky it's hilarious it's so funny to just because every it, the, the funniest part isn't even just seeing it it's hearing him vocally tell <laughs> he, he televises what he's about to do he's like here I go and we're like well we know that now Andrew of course we're gonna we're shoot free for all. this isn't a team you're one in the air you're sitting duck we're gonna kill you but it was so funny just how it's it was so it was funny. so much like that like one of those uh the tiktok videos that uses that that audio that's just the wee 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 because that's what he did he's like wee, wee. <laughs> he's out so funny. oh man uh but yeah so i really love the two that too i will agree it's 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 very simple and it's and it's and I think that's what makes it so fun is there is that low barrier to entry. Yeah. The hardest part about this game is learning the portals. Really? That, which I'm still getting a handle yeah, on. Yeah, I'm still not 
like optimizing my portals. In fact, I rarely use them, yeah. which is probably why I'm not very good. But it's like, you know what? I'll get to that eventually. I'm still trying to figure out how to play with a keyboard still because I haven't done right, this in so right. long. And so like there is a little bit of learning curve there. There is a little bit. I think they need to do a little bit better because it is so fast paced, like you're saying, too, where it is very much like you're not hitting the same spawn point every time. But I have run into several matches where somebody figured out the place where they can portal camp your spawn. Yeah. And that gets not fun. That's annoying. That gets a little rough at, at times. So, like, I'm sure with time, like, that'll they'll figure out, like, fixes or, like, dead zones for that where, like, you can't shoot portals in specific places depending on, like, spawns. I don't know what they'll do. But, like, that's a little bit rough. But, yeah, like, other than learning the portals and figuring out, like, the advantageous ways to shoot them, like, that's what I'm still figuring out is, like, the angles of the portals. Like, if I place one, this one, is it better to be, like, right now I'm basically using them for bamboozle purposes. Like, I legitimately, and I love when I do it, I'll be like run from somebody, but I set a portal where that they can't see, but then I'll set one in front of me and run into it. And they're chasing me, but then I'm popping out behind them, shooting them in the back of the head. I <laughs> like, I, I, that always happens. And I'm like, Oh, I bet they're mad. I mean, that's that such was, a good idea. It's a good strat. And I wish that I had those thoughts when I'm in the game, but I'm so panicked that that never occurs to yeah. me. I've pretty much exclusively been using my portals defensively where it's mm -hmm. like, Oh God, I got run right away. <laughs> so I use mine for escape rather than offense, which again, probably why I'm not very good. But that being said, I do feel like the game's matchmaking mm -hmm. is actually pretty good. Yeah. The matches that we've had, it's pretty rare that it's a total blowout on either side. Yeah. I feel like the majority of matches we play come down to the wire. Like we're usually pretty close and neck at neck, which is always matches like that are just so much more so fun. Because even if you're winning, if it's a total blowout, it's just not fun. You're like, well, where's the competition? Right. This is no fun. So the matchmaking is actually pretty decent. In casual mode. Ranks, who knows? Right, who knows there. But yeah, w there have been several matches that we've started and we're like, oh no, they're good. And we're like getting hammered. But then by the end of it, and we like it turn it around. around. Because sometimes yeah. you just got to shake off the, the grumpies, yeah. right? You got to get them out of get there. Get loosey-goosey. Get loosey-goosey. Have another Mountain Dew. Spicy. <laughs> red hot. Red hot Mountain Dew. Red hot. Get fired up. Get fired up. <laughs> Eat Prowlisek. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so th that's been a lot of fun uh, learning all that stuff too. But I think that's what's fun about it is there is that low barrier to entry. Like like I was telling you before at one of the times we were playing, it's like it's one of the few games that like came out of the gate and I legitimately – multiplayer games, I will say. Yeah. Came out and I legitimately feel good at it right off the bat. Yeah. Like and, and have done well. And like I think it's the only game that I have a positive kill-death ratio in. Like oh, that's over one. You know what I mean? And so mine it's like, may or may not be still. I'll have to check when I get home. I haven't checked mine in a while, actually, too. But like, it's as of last time I played, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like I'm still hitting it. You know, I'm still in the positives here. And so like that hasn't happened in forever. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that on Call of Duty. I'm not doing that on Apex Legends. I'm definitely not doing it in Fortnite. You know what I mean? Ooh. And so that's been like a fun, just like ego boost as a gamer in a sense to be like, I'm still good. At I'm games. still good at something. <laughs> the young people haven't totally displaced me yet. Yeah. Uh, so let's run through real quick uh, some of these different uh, different maps and modes that they've got available for us. While here. you pull those up, the other thing I want to mention that I think is just another room for improvement, and this is personally just pure personal preference. More wacky armors, please. There's yeah. there's some armor sets that are a little bit unusual or colorful. Like the miner. Yeah, or the, the, the miner's a weird one. I, saw I don't like the miner because he's got either. he's like he's, got this dead stare. He's creepy. He's like. Yeah. So so to give everybody a visual for what most of the default soldiers look like, they just like 
they they kind of look like Halo guys. Yeah. They they've got a vague space like armor set on a helmet, so most of the time you can't see their faces. It's just in specific special skins that you can actually see a face, and the miners is one of them. It's don't real like creepy, it. and I don't like it. I don't like it. I've at all. seen one person who had like a cool rainbow armor on. Mm, I yeah, want yeah, yeah. more of that. I bet those are battle pass I want, ones. I'm sure they are. I want more crazy armor sets because that's what'll get me to buy the battle pass. Yeah. Like as soon as I figure out where that rainbow one comes from, if I can go back and get it i'm getting it well i think you unlock you as you progress even on free without paying for it you still progress through the battle pass so if yeah. you buy the battle pass you'll get everything retroactively oh okay i'm so un- unaccustomed to battle passes i still kind of don't know how they work yeah so um <laughs> the only other one i know is fall guys <laughs> and that's not a first person shooter so <laughs> but my point is i just want more wacky right armors. right right, like, right give right. me a hello kitty armor on my big buff dude yeah that's the kind of stuff that i want Anyways, i like the one the, the one that you and i or like when we first started playing that was like you had that like metallic one i still have that oh one that one's Awesome. That I one love is that pretty one. Cool. Uh, I've also seen the one that looks close to like the T, the Terminator, like the T100 or T. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know what, what you're talking are. about. I, like I, the, the Robo Skeleton. Yeah, but like, yeah, he looks like a skeleton. He's got like yeah. the rib cage on yeah, stuff. Yeah. I love that one. That, that one's, one's pretty really cool, cool too. Um, I think before we get into the maps and stuff, the, since you were talking about another con, the only con that I have that, I, or it's not even a con, just again, really, just like these with are adjustment. Like just room for improvement. Yeah, because that I would it's like not to see. Bad. No, I'm there's like, just more that they can do with it. Yeah, it's not like I'm looking at this and being like, this is ruining my experience. But these couple things, like, yes, I would love to see some improvement or just adjustment to. I feel like overall, the weapons have a great feel to them and the great feel to like the impacts. The shotgun is awesome still. You hit a, like a headshot with that or a one shot somebody, it feels great. Yeah. What doesn't feel great? The melee. There is no like uh, impact, no yeah. oomph to that at all. You're right. It, it feels like you're just, you know, it's just whiffing through the air, and then yeah. like the guy drops dead. Yeah, like, I, totally I want a agree. little bit of like a punch impact sound, impact feeling. Halo does it really well, you know, and stuff like that. Like I love that. Well, part feel. of me wonders, and this is just like pure guess. We'll actually have to ask Bro Mogan. I wonder if you can feel something more if you're playing on console. Ooh, like got the if vibrations. You, yeah, like yeah, if you had a controller with haptic feedback or vibrations Ooh, or any of the above, point. I wonder if that's the case. If you're playing Split Gate, Spilt Gut on console, let us know. Us. When you melee, do you feel anything? Yeah. I would like to know that. I, that's a good, I hadn't thought about yeah. that, but that is a good, that that's a good point. When are they going to put haptic feedback in the mouse? Right. Why not? That seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't. There might be one yeah. out there. Um, so that would be cool to see. But still, like even like a sound, it's like it's not even like a good sound effect it's even not. at that you're, point. You're like totally it's right. it's just a little it's just a little flat feeling. That's something that I never even thought of because I'm still again so unaccustomed right. to being able but to actually kill But when I'm rushing up people. at you and I want to smack you with the yeah. butt of my gun, I want to feel some yeah, reward I for agree. that. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Um, the other thing that I would like to see is that, like I mentioned before, you can use, you have grenades that you can use to close portals. Yes. I would love to see the option to pick up actual frag grenades Yeah, that could do that could, or be able to, because like halo, you could switch between frag sticky. And then like, uh, the, like the spike planted, the, the ones that uh, like brutes carried and stuff. I'm forgetting the name of them now, but they look like a big spiked club that you could throw out. Gotcha. Like you have these different grenade types right now. The only grenades are the ones that close portals and they do no damage to the enemy team. No, they only destroy portals. When I first started playing, I was tossing them at people. I'm like, why is this not doing anything? And then I realized, oh, it literally only closes portals. Did you skip the tutorial, bro? No, I did the tutorial. (laughs) I just missed that little key fact that it's not going to do any damage. And so that I would love if either, maybe not like 
a huge explosion kind of thing. But like maybe if it did do like 10, 15 damage to yeah. a person, if you hit him with that, that would be cool. Or at least like had the option to pick up frag grenades somewhere else or switch in between. Because I just feel like having an arena shooter like this, not having grenades feels off a little. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. The other thing that we actually forgot to mention that is a pro in the game's favor that I, you guys all made it sound so weird. I instantly felt like it belonged. The jetpacks. Oh, I love the jetpacks. Yeah, we forgot oh, yeah, to sorry, talk about the jetpacks. Jet jet but yeah, so, uh, I love the jetpacks. Because I was thinking like, man, there's how do you get through the... I know there's a way that I've been flying around a lot. Where's that been coming from? Yeah. It's the jetpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got a jetpack so you can do like your standard jump and then if you kind of go to do a double jump, air quotes, you can kind of like putz around on your jetpack. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a very long range you pretty much have to come back to earth relatively quickly but if you've built up a lot of momentum running and then you jump and use the jetpack you can get some serious yeah. air the con is that if you're in the air like bro mogan is frequently you're <laughs> a very easy target for other people to just snipe right out of the sky I agree. but it does add just that little bit more of extra chaos and fun being able to very briefly fly around well and i like to use it too even strategically i probably use the jetpack more as like a offensive or defensive thing more than the portals because like you know i'll run up at somebody shoot them and they'll duck behind the wall well i'll like jump i'm telling my strats but you know it, it is what it is got to review the game and talk about <laughs> it. but like you know they'll jump and duck behind a wall well then i'll keep running at it but jump up on the jetpack and then like kind of like take the use the jetpack to like take the corner up high yeah because there's not even like a, a crowd a convenient crouch watch crouch walk or slide yeah, you can crouch but it's not like a you can't like slide into it and stuff yeah again another thing i'd like to see added but uh still it's one of those things it's like it's fun to use the jetpack to take advantage of your people of the enemies and stuff like that too so it's 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 got a lot of great stuff going for it and honestly like we said the cons and the things that we're talking about they're not really even cons they're just like like minor tweaks we would like to see further on down the road but they're not ruining our enjoyment of the game in, in any way uh, but yeah, so let's run through the maps real quick and some of the different modes before uh, wrapping it up. But so we got maps. We have stadium, which it's a stadium. it looks like yep. your your typical uh, you know futuristic stadium. That one reminds me stadium. the most of Rocket League. Yes, something it does. about its color scheme and the textures that it uses. I'm like, ah, yes, Rocket it League. It looks like it has back. a goal at the at the <laughs> yeah, both ends and does. stuff like that. It's just, it, I mean, obviously it's stadium shaped, so duh. yeah. And these but, are all very futuristic, like very neon yeah. colored sci-fi stuff. Uh, Pantheon, we have Helix, Club Silo. I like Club Silo. That one's good. Atlantis. I like Atlantis. Highwind, I don't recognize as much. Let me see Highwind. Highwind. I feel like I've done it, but maybe only like one or two times. It doesn't look as familiar to me. Oh, okay. I do recognize that one. I don't love Highwind. Okay. It's fine, but it but it's it's annoying. Um, Olympus. Olympus is fun. Olympus is very fun. It's got a lot of verticality to yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Abyss, I like because it kind of looks like a you know like a jungle themed oh, one. Oh, I cool. don't like Abyss. Highwind and Abyss, I think, are my two least favorites. Uh, Oasis. I can't decide how I feel about Oasis. I Honestly, like Oasis. like a desert one. I, I really like that one. Um, it's a good sniper map. It is for sure. A lot of open room. Uh, then Lava Well. I like Lava Well. That's one of my favorite ones for domination. And then there are three, four, five. Sorry, six. I can't count six uh, simulation maps, what they call, which are uh, smaller ones that are available only in the showdown takedown and custom games. But yeah. they're more just like the clean white walled yeah. with portal, like look very much like a simulation room. So if you thing. want to play more of the pistol, yeah. one of the best modes to actually get it on is the randomized guns one. It takes place in the simulation oh, gun game. Gun game. Ooh, yeah. I love gun where game just modes. every time gun you game. respawn, you get a new weapon. And it's totally randomized. Those are one of the few times that I've actually gotten to the pistol. Oh, okay. That's why, 
I knew about it because I was like, where have I played the pistol? Because it doesn't really spawn. It's in the randomized mode, ah. which one of my favorites. I really like that one. Nice. And then uh, I'll try that one. I don't know if I actually played through that one. I think. I think I have. But anyway, so then uh, some of the different modes like we've talked about that the game has. Just pulled up, but then the site reloaded, and here they are. Um, which I also like that when you're playing casual or with a party leader when going into the lobby can choose and like tick off or select. Yes. Deselect and select game modes that they want to play. You can pick exactly which modes you do or don't want to play, which is what a great quality of great life feature. Great quality of life feature. I was thinking like, why isn't this a feature in Overwatch? Like obviously yeah. it is if you make custom games. Right. But that assumes that you have enough people to play those games. In this, whether you're solo or with a party, you can just go through the list and tick off exactly the ones you want. And it might affect your waiting times, but not by that, not much, by that much. Because the player base is huge. Mm -hmm. People love this game so yeah they had to implement a queue system they did because they haven't been able to like catch their uh, servers up with the demand of people trying to play yeah they're the good problem to have good problem to have yeah good for them um the only other thing that i would say that i would again another tweak that i would like to see is that i feel like once you do select your certain uh game modes or even have all of them selected it does tend to stick into a specific mode yeah. Too much. Like, it won't, like, play Shoddy Sniper, then switch to Team Deathmatch. You're probably going to get, like, three Shoddy Sniper games in a yeah, row. Yeah, I agree that the mix of what games it puts you in could be better. There are also just maybe two modes that I know of that are only three players. Yes. Is it um, Takedown? Team Takedown? Team Takedown. I want to yes. say it's Takedown. Takedown and Showdown. Showdown, yes. Takedown and Showdown are two that you can only play with three players. Otherwise, most of the team-based ones are up to four people, mm -hmm. which slightly awkward for us because now we have a pretty solid group of five. I know. So, so. we either need to lose <laughs> one or we need to gain three more. <laughs> uh, so the game modes are Team Deathmatch. We I know, love Team Deathmatch. You death know what's match. up there? Yeah. yeah. King of the Hill. Love that's a fun one as well. And everyone knows what that is. Domination. You know, three areas in the, in the map. You got to control them. Yep. VIP. I uh, really like VIP. VIP is so good. Is this one? Oh, no, no, no. This is not the one that I like as much. Which one? VIP. Oh, VIP. It's fun. I really like because in each team of four, one person at a time is the VIP and you have double the health but you are basically the target. Everybody wants to kill you so that their team gets a point because right. you only get points based on whoever gets a kill on the VIP. So the other three are kind of trying to protect the VIP while also trying to kill the other team's VIP. I actually really like that mode. It does have some fun stuff. I like uh, the one thing about it I think I don't like about it is that the VIP can't shoot portals. And so that just throws off my... Yes. Like when I'm the VIP, I'm like, what? A, I feel powerless. Well, that's why we call it, get down, Mr. President. <laughs> but that's a lot longer to say than VIP. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the game mode I would call it. Team Oddball, which I believe is my favorite because it's like a mix of VIP and normal like team deathmatch. Yeah. Whereas it's four by four. There's a ball in the middle of the map. The team's rush to try to grab it. Whoever get, has the ball and holds the ball gains points. But you can, when you're holding the ball, still shoot portals. And you have like a one hit bash with the oh, ball. Oh yeah, you can melee people with the ball and it's hysterical. <laughs> and it's awesome because the ball, like in my case, my cosmetic for it is a disco ball. Oh and yeah, so yeah. It looks really fun. It looks fun. very it's fun. It's a very fun, shiny, pretty instrument of death. Another thing that they could improve upon. More silly designs for the ball. <laughs> there are a lot. I there think you just gotta few. unlock them. They're all. just uh, they weren't silly enough. I see. Because specifically this is very What would be the silliest? This is very niche and they will never do it. <laughs> 
but and this is no one probably no one's even going to get the reference unless you're into anime and or are anyways the point is in Sailor Moon <laughs> uh, Sailor Moon's daughter from the future Mini Moon when she comes back from the future to meet her mom when she's a teenager sure. she brings with her this like floating robotic cat head okay. and it's really adorable but it's like a perfect circle with big kitty ears and like a little end to end on top I want that thing as the ball <laughs> I know that's very specific yeah. and they're not gonna do it but if they could that'd be great that'd be really fun. if you could just put that in the game that'd be awesome <laughs> who knows maybe they start blowing up they get yeah. these partnerships they can do all that kind of stuff i want them know? to add in like a big dinosaur egg i think that would be really fun, be fun. <laughs> that would be pretty fun uh then we got team swat 4v4 one again headshots insta kills and then that's usually that's usually restricted i think to more of the precise marksman weapons yeah. uh team shoddy snipers that's another one of our favorite modes um, gun game, the what where free for all like, with six players. I like gun. Kill game. enemies to advance your gun. Yeah. And uh, showdown is the two, the showdown and takedown are the two three v three rounds where it's basically you eliminate the enemy team to win the round. Uh, the difference is showdown, showdown loadouts are randomized each round and no respawns. Uh, takedown is the spawn times increase with each death in the first turn. The first team to four points. Takedown wins. is the one I don't like. I that do like hard. showdown. I think takedown is my least favorite mode. Showdown is okay just because I love the randomization. Mm -hmm. Very fun. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's got a lot of it's great really, stuff going on. It's for got it. a lot going for it. The game just feels great. Yeah. It, it just feels really good to play. Everything is super responsive. Being able to sprint makes you feel super fast. Oh, Gotta yeah. go fast. And also, like we've played, I've played a ton of solo games and I've also played a ton of games in a group with like you and your brother and Cody and stuff like that. Have we ever been kicked out or lost connection to a match or we had haven't. any kind of like server issue at all? No, we haven't had any server issues. There is, however... You know, that's not true. It's happened to Bromogan and Cody, or maybe Michael, I think, where if you, at some point, someone was attempting to leave a match and got stuck, and they, like, couldn't yes. get back into the party. I remember that. That's what it was. So, like, something weird happened where we, because this is, this ties into one of my other small critiques that I would love to see changed. There's no ability to leave a match as group. Yes. So even when you're in like the lobby waiting for the next match to load, the leader can't leave as group. Everybody has to leave individually. So if somebody forgets or if they get up to run to the bathroom and they don't hit it in time, three people leave and one person's still in and it just makes everything a little bit awkward. So I would love to see a leave as group feature which I think at the same time would potentially fix the one bug that I know of, which is sometimes if you leave a group, you do get stuck, like it doesn't go through all the way, and then you can't get back into your party. Mm -hmm. So that's the only bug that I think any of us have really encountered. Otherwise, no, I've never had a server Clean. issue. And it's never happened to me, only to other people, so whatever. <laughs> so perfect game still, yeah, perfect 10 game, 10. 10, 10. <laughs> So yeah. Splitgate's been a blast. Uh, we've been playing it a lot. I'm sure you'll probably see it jump up on some oh, yeah. team chat plays here oh, in the future sure. and yeah. stuff like that because it's just a it's rollicking good time and it's going to be it's you know it's good because you know like we had when it launched you know like we had overwatch and we all played that and all that jazz but now it's fun that we have this next this really does one. feel like new overwatch yeah. in terms of how obsessively are we going to play it oh yeah yeah for sure because we're going to be in it for a while oh yeah i'm probably going to go home after this and and, and play you, you want to jump on a few rounds <laughs> you want to jump on a few rounds i have to do my coffee ones by myself okay you get warmed uh, in, up. in my dressing sure, sure, gown sure. at home just have my little <laughs> tea and play some Splitgate. 
<laughs> the kitty cats, because where I have my setup at home is my standing desk, which yeah. is right next to their food bowls. Oh, so they just think you're and there to feed them. And every time I walk in there, the kitties are like, Mother will feed us now. And I'm like, No, no. <laughs> no, no, small boys. I am only here to play video games. And they're like, But why does but Mama mother. hate us? <laughs> please, Mama. Please, like Mama. Small. We are but mere boys. <laughs> they're bad little cats. I need to beat them more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I should show you the back of one of my legs because Sulla. Retaliated? He, they, no, they're not retaliating. Sulla has realized that he can do this really cute thing where he like stretches up and puts Aww. his little paws on my leg, and then he goes like this. And if his nails are trimmed, it well, it it doesn't feel like anything. It just feels like adorable little kitty toe beans trying to get you. Yeah. But if his nails haven't been trimmed, I get a little, I get a little, I get a little beat up. A little <laughs> so got got a little beat He's up like, right now. Feel my love, mom. <laughs> but I could also kill you. Yeah, but I want my food now, and I'm like, no, bad kitty. That's like Birdie. <laughs> Fender, like, you know, he, he's never really scratched me that he's bad. He's a good boy. He's a good little boy. Uh, Henry, our, our beloved kitten, he when uh, when he was around, he would like, you know, he would scratch and like nibble at you. And all that <laughs> he, stuff. Never he gave really me a few good big. chomps yeah, before. Yeah, <laughs> never really like did anything that bad to me. Birdie, my God, those dogs. This dog, I'm scarred. Legitimately, I have scars now. Like I have oh, this no. huge. On oh, that's from Birdie? That's from Bird. Oh, my God. Like, all the way across the top of my hand. Like, Damn, because I have noticed that one. I just, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know it was that recent. Yeah, I've got one on my knee now. She oh. tried to give me one on my other knee the other oh, day. God. I told Sam the other day, this sounds terrible, but bear with me. I told Sam the other day, I was like, because I have a, a tattoo. Like, my very first pet tattoo I ever got was a Fender. as a picture of Fender. Uh, then after Henry passed, uh, I got his paw print also close to it. And I said, Birdie's not getting a memorial, a memorial she's tattoo. She's already got Because some. she's already, like, she scarred me. Uh, I told, I said, if anything, I'll just, like, outline all of them. That would be and really then, funny. <laughs> they're like, why do you have these random black lines ever? It's for my dear pup. <laughs> when, <laughs> they, she scratched me. They'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like she's already memorialized herself on my body because I'll never funny. forget. I'll be like, where'd you get that scar from? Oh, my dumb, silly dog. My dumb, big dog. I'll go. <laughs> Dogs. Anyway, Splitgate's anyway, a great Splitgate, game. Yeah, so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, if you have played Splitgate as well and would like to, you know, like party up, but, you know, we put our, our uh, Steam uh, IDs and all that stuff in the admin channel on our Discord. So if you want to, like, send us a, fr- a friend invite and try to play some games and stuff, like, let us know. We'd love to play because it's an amazing game. And again, um, I will also say it's. We need to do a Splitgate tournament. We need oh, to figure out how to yeah, do that. Oh, yeah, we do. So again, it's free to play, but I want to point out that similar to Fall Guys, it is very unobtrusive in terms of the monetization. Yes. You can absolutely play that game, have a, have the full experience, and never pay a dime. This is not a pay-to-win game no. at all. So I really like the way that they've monetized it. Everything that you can get is basically just cosmetic, which is perfect. So the monetization is really good. 10 out of 10. So play Splitgate. Play Splitgate with us. And if you haven't played, if you have played Splitgate and have thoughts on it, let us know by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com on the Discord, on social media, wherever you're listening to or watching the video, because we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you just have general questions about video games or anything else like that that you'd like us to answer, uh, ask away, and we'll do that on the episodes as well. So again, teamchatpodcast.gmail.com, Discord, social media, YouTube, podcast services around the globe. We can also be reached at 555. (laughs) (laughs) We got a landline. We got a landline. (laughs) What if we just had like a super old office phone right here? Like call into the team chat phone anytime. That'd be awesome. That would actually be really fun. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh man. But yeah, Splitgate's fun. Splitgate's awesome. Play it.
That's it. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> so, but no, uh, that does wrap up this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the table to my right. God, it's starting to mess me up now. <laughs> but to my right, Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next time.